Hey everyone, welcome to today's podcast. We're talking about getting inspired to lose weight. This is the starting point of all successful weight loss is really feeling inspired and motivated to make it happen. And you can never have too much inspiration, too much motivation to want to lose weight because the more motivated, the more inspired you are, the easier the whole process is. So how do you do this? Well, we want to break it down into two components. The first one is pain, which most people are kind of using, and um, pleasure. And so before we get started, Logan, I like to say is that pain is great for making a decision, but pleasure is good for carrying it out. And that's a big mistake people make because a lot of times they'll really focus on the pain of being overweight to try and keep themselves motivated to make the right choices. The problem with that is that your brain is a pleasure-seeking mechanism. And if you stay fixated on the pain, your brain doesn't like that. And so it's always going to want to go back to pleasure at some point. And if the only pleasure you're giving it is food, uh, that's what it's going to go back to. So we're going to use pain and pleasure. So pain, I will take you through some of this stuff. I would suggest you spend a little bit of time and really think about these questions because the more you think about them, the more powerful that motivation is going to be. But when we start with pain, uh, you know, a lot of times when people think of the pain of the weight, you have to understand that it has become a chronic pain, right? It's a dull chronic pain, like a backpack uh, full of bricks. You know it's heavy, you know it's hard, you know it's uncomfortable, but you've also gotten used to it. And it's kind of come on a pound at a time, and so you're, you're used to living that way. And so what we're looking to do with the pain is we want to sharpen it up to the point of a knife so that, you know, if you get poked with the point of a knife, you, you deal with it. And so um, the first step is the pain of the extra weight. And we don't just want to look at the physical pain in your knees or your hips or your joints. Um, we want to notice the mental and emotional pain as well. And so you begin to think, what is all the pain related to my weight? And I know this isn't a pleasant thing to do, but it's very powerful. You want to get crystal clear on this. We live in a society that's always conditioning us to minimize the pain and the effects we associate with the weight and with the, the food. And so understanding that... Um, you know, really getting crystal clear, what is the impact, the negative painful impact this weight's having on me that I haven't been paying attention to? Uh, so how is it impacting your mindset, right? How is it impacting your thoughts? Do you think about the extra weight a lot, right? When you think about it, do you say mean things to yourself? Do you feel low self-esteem because of it? Do you feel less than? Are you beating yourself up all the time? Um, are you worried, you know, what the potential health impacts will be? right? What is the pain mentally of this weight? Then we want to go into the emotions of it, right? And what is the negative emotions of it? And again, no one wants to do this, but if you can take a few moments and do this, it's very, very helpful. What is the emotional pain of the weight that you've been living with and kind of overlooking or just kind of habituated to? Um, how does it affect your confidence, right? Does it make you feel depressed, frustrated, angry, upset, sad, lonely, Right? What emotions are is that weight causing you to experience in your life? Right? Again, we want to be crystal clear on this. And then the physical impacts, right? What are the physical impacts of the extra weight? Again, physically right now, you know, in your knees, your joints, your mobility, your physical comfort, um, to potentially the future. Where's your blood work at? Right? Are you insulin resistant? Are you pre-diabetic? Um, are you worried about cardiovascular disease? Are you worried about certain cancers? Is your weight, the way you're eating and your lifestyle putting you at risk of something in the future that's going to be very unpleasant and painful? Now's the time to think on that. And I know this can be uncomfortable, but we're going to change in a second. But again, the more pain you can steep yourself in for a few moments here and get crystal clear on what the reality of the situation is, the more powerful your motivation is going to be to make it make a change. Okay? So that's the beginning of the pain. And again, you can go deeper into all those things. But that's kind of the general idea. 
But we don't want to stop there. That's what a lot of people do. We, we recognize the pain. We want to use both. We want to use the pain to kind of push us away, you know, from towards our goal. And then we want to magnetize the pleasure of it. You know, we want to magnetize our goal with a lot of pleasure so that we're kind of pulled towards it, magnetized towards it. And you do that by connecting to all the pleasure of being at your goal weight, being in control of your eating and control of your lifestyle, your health, your happiness. And so if you lost the weight, if you began to live your life at your goal weight for the rest of your life, right? So again, I want to push you past just losing weight. I want you to imagine for a moment that you mastered your weight. You lost the weight in a way that you were able to master forever, keep it off forever. If that was possible, which it is, and you were able to accomplish that, how would that affect you mentally? How would you think about yourself differently if you were exactly the weight you wanted to be? If you were in control of your eating, your lifestyle, your weight, your health, as much as you possibly could be? How would that feel mentally to be that person? How would your internal dialogue, your thoughts, right? You wouldn't have to think about the weight anymore. You don't have to think about always having to give up foods or exercising or how you're going to do it. You would free your mind of all of those thoughts. How would it feel to live in the mental freedom of not having to think about your weight, your health, your eating, right? <laughs> Take a moment, connect to that, right? Like, oh my God, right? Yes, let yourself feel that. You know, let yourself feel that freedom. Um, how would it feel emotionally, right? If you're at your goal weight, how would it feel emotionally? What emotions would you feel more of? Excitement, happiness, sexiness, confidence, you know, passion, hopefulness, right? It's different for each person, but what emotions would you feel more of? What would you feel as that, not again, not just looking that way. I want to make this crystal clear. This isn't about just what you look like. This is way more about what you're living like, right? And so if you were that person who's in control of your weight, mastered it, how would it, what emotions would you experience day in and day out from doing that? Okay. And then finally, physically, right? Where would you be at physically? Because this is the big one. Physically, how would it feel to be at your goal weight, right? How would your joints feel? How would your mobility be? Your flexibility, your strength, your balance, your functional movements, right? How would they improve being at your goal weight? How would your energy levels be impacted? As you got older, how would you feel about your health, right? Would it bring your, your blood numbers back down to where you want them to be? Would you feel more comfortable and confident that you weren't gonna have to deal with diabetes or cardiovascular diseases or other issues related to your weight? How would that feel, right? And how would it feel just to be that version of you? That person who was in control of your weight, mastered their weight, their health, their lifestyle, their eating, and overcame this big challenge. Because again, your weight is probably one of your biggest challenges of your life. For you to overcome that completely, how would that feel? What a success, what an accomplishment. Why don't you internalize that, feel that, okay? So hopefully if you do this process, even just kind of listen to me talking about it, hopefully you're more motivated to start making this happen, right? Because there's a lot at stake and sometimes we kind of minimize it, but don't do that. Um, this is really important. You getting your weight, your health, your happiness under control is probably one of the most important things you can do in your life, okay? So see it for what it is. Don't shy away from that. Don't be afraid of that. Face it and take that energy and use it towards making a step in the right direction. Now, again, the step I will tell you this real quick. Don't make the step of starting a diet plan tomorrow. Please don't do that. Don't start trying to be 100% better tomorrow. Be 1% better right now. Do something right now that puts you on a path that's better. And then tomorrow you do that and you do something else. And each and every day you get a little bit better creating and weaving together this lifestyle, these thought patterns, this new way of living and, and acting that allows you to live at your goal weight for the rest of your life on near autopilot, all right? But use this energy to drive it forward. And again, whenever you feel your energy, your, your motivation waving, you go through this exact same process again. Because I promise you, as you go through this process, it's always going to be a motivating factor because these truths are always going to be there. And as you reflect on them, you're going to feel re-motivated. Okay? So I hope this helps you out.
Um, if anyone has any questions, feel free to ask them. I did see a question a little bit ago. Let me get to that. Um, there it is. How to deal with mental distress while dieting. Yeah. Mental distress, it's huge, right? I mean, the, the big reason you got mental distress when you're dieting is because you're, you're way overwhelming yourself, you know? And you're not thinking about dieting in the right way, okay? You think you're struggling with dieting because you don't have the willpower to, to say no to the wrong foods. But I'm sitting here telling you, the bigger part of dieting, or, or really just change in general, you have to stop looking at weight loss. You have to separate weight loss from dieting because weight loss in and of itself really is more, you should frame it primarily as behavioral change. It's behavioral change. That's a better way to look at your weight loss. You're not looking at it that way. I mean, you kind of you kind of are a little bit, but it's really about behavioral change. It's not about being able to say no to the cookies and ice cream. That's a, that's a piece of it. But the bigger part is it's just behavioral change. And once you approach it as behavioral change, you say, okay, well, how do my behaviors run? Very interesting question because you know how your behaviors run? On autopilot. And so to get a better, clearer example of why weight loss is hard, it helps to think, like really an equivalent to weight loss. Like it'd be like tomorrow if you woke up and you said, you know what? I'm going to use my computer mouse and I'm going to brush my teeth with my other hand. Right? So what's that kind of weight loss? Because if you do that, if you go, okay, I'll use my mouse with the other hand, I'll brush my teeth with the other hand, you can do it, but it takes a lot of conscious energy, right? You have to, re you have to think about every little thing you're doing because how do you usually do it? You just do it on autopilot. Your hand just goes on the mouse and it just controls the little cursor. It wasn't like that the first time you did it, right? The little cursor is jumping all over the place, but then all of a sudden it just kind of smoothed out. So if you switch over to the other hand, again, you know how to do it, but now you got to think about clicking fingers and what? It, it's very tiring because it takes lots of energy to do something consciously that you usually do on autopilot. And this is why losing weight and changing your behaviors is so challenging because it's behavioral change. So it's not just because the food's good and I have to say no to that. that that's, a, that's a piece of it. But the bigger part is that you are, and again, with a diet, you're trying to change everything all at once, right? You're consciously saying, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to 100% change all of my eating starting tomorrow, you know? And that's like saying, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to drive, you know, I'm going to drive my car with, you know, my other hand, you know, I'm going to brush my teeth with my other hand. I'm going to write with my other hand. I'm going to use my computer mouse with my other hand. You know you're not, and you'll get maybe you'll get to the end of the day, and you're just like, oh my, you're gonna be so exhausted and distressed. So that's a big part of it. So again, with with hypnosis and programming yourself, then what we're looking to do is to utilize this part of our brain that runs things on autopilot, our subconscious mind, and we really focus on that piece because all the diets focus 100% on your conscious mind, and what you're really doing to reframe that process a little is you're trying to take automated behaviors you're eating, and you're trying to make them conscious. And it's overwhelming. And that's why it's so distressful. You're trying to do way too much too quick. And it's very stressful and anxiety inducing for you. And this is a big part of the reason why you can't even get yourself to start a weight loss plan now, you know, is because you think about whatever your plan is. And it doesn't matter if it's keto, intermittent fasting, whatever you're thinking, it's probably um, a huge shift in how, than how you normally eat. And it's, again, it's that all or nothing mindset, right? And so you're looking to go from nothing to all. And um, that's a huge jump takes lots and lots of energy. It's stressful. It's tired, all the rest of it. And um, I say, I mean, you know, 2023 America, you're going to tell me you're not, a, you're a person who's not overwhelmed already, right? You're not already kind of up to here with things. And all of a sudden tomorrow, you're going to completely transform your eating just all at once, right? Just one day, no more carbs, no more sugar, no more eating for 16 hours. That's a huge undertaking. And I think it's crazy to me. That's why I get out here and say this stuff to you all. Cause I know you're internalizing like there's something wrong with you. Like you don't have enough willpower, there's something broken in you. And, and I, can't, I can't stress enough how that's not the problem. The problem is it's a horrible strategy. The idea of dieting is, 
I, I don't know how much more proof you need that dieting doesn't work. You know, I mean, it, it's proven up and down. You've experienced it. All your friends have experienced it. And dieting doesn't work for anyone, you know? Um, long-term, very rarely, about 5% of the time. And so what's the solution? Well, the solution is not to keep trying the same thing and hoping it works this time. I would say the solution is to find a better way to accomplish your goal, you know? And um, good news is there is a better way, you know? The better way is to systematically improve what you're doing each and every day. You know, you get better and better. And you strategically approach your eating and your lifestyle in a systematic way where it just keeps improving and getting better and brings you right to your goal weight. And by the time you get to your goal weight, you've got all these new habits, thought patterns, eating behaviors kind of woven into your subconscious mind, literally into your mind, neural pathways, muscle memory of being this thin, healthy you. And now it's just automatic. That's the goal. What Doesn't that sound better? Because <laughs> what are you doing? You know what I mean? Like you're just winging it. You're just trying to change everything all at once. It's not your fault. You know what I mean? Like you've been conditioned by the diets to really think about weight loss this way, you know? And so um, it's not really your fault. You, you've literally been exposed to like millions of diet ads in your life, right? And it's always the before after picture, how long it take to do it. Okay, let's start. Let's, I'll get done as quick as possible, you know? And um, that's how you approach it. I mean, you're impatient by nature anyways, right? We're all impatient. We want the fastest results possible, but um, it's been reinforced by literally millions of diet ads you've seen in your lives. And um, that's how you think about it, you know, and you, you get stuck. in it. So It's the weirdest thing about our human brains because we're stuck in it. Like if you look back at your weight loss um, over the last decades of trying to lose weight, you, you're always trying to diet to do it. And what you notice is the same recurring pattern of getting really upset about your weight saying that's it. I got to change this. Starting some relatively extreme plan immediately, perfectly on day one, expecting that's going to last till you lose the weight. And um, that's the plan. But what ends up happening is you're able to do the extreme plan for a couple days, a couple weeks, sometimes a couple months, and then you just go back to what you always do, back to the normal, you know? And so the reality is you have two mindsets. You have an overweight mindset and you have the dieting mindset, right? And so again, the overweight mindset is your normal mindset, right? You don't have to think about food or anything. You, the way you eat keeps you at the weight you're at right now. You're not happy with that weight. And then sometimes you get really upset about your weight and then you jump up to the all, right? All or nothing. Nothing is your normal. That's your overweight mindset. And then there's the all and that's your dieting mindset, right? And that's when you're going to change everything all at once. So I get the fastest results possible. You do this for a little bit and then you go back to nothing and you just keep repeating this cycle over and over and over and over and over and over and over again, you know? And it can last literally. I, I, I talk to people regularly in their 70s and 80s still thinking about losing weight, you know, and still thinking about it in terms of a diet. And, uh, yeah, it doesn't, uh, it doesn't work, you know, because the dieter's never really learning anything new. That's the big problem. I would suggest this to people, you know, it's like, if you really are honest with yourself, you realize I don't, you don't know anything more about how to lose weight now than before you start your first diet. That's kind of like the biggest red flag to me. You know, if you're, if you're doing something for 10, 20, 30, 40 years, um, even if you're not getting the results you necessarily want, you better at least have kind of learned things along the way, you know? And uh, dieters don't. Dieters stay perpetually trapped. You know, if anything, they put more weight on over the years, you know. Um, but again, why is that? Because diets just tell you what to do and they never show you how to get yourself to do it. There's really no popular diets out there that are showing you mindset, how to deal with your mindset to, to lose weight, you know. Um, in my world, everything's mindset. You know, I think your mindset's the number one thing impacting your weight. More important than your genetics, your hormones, your thyroid, your menopause any of it any of it 
um, and those are real things too, by the way. I'm not, I'm not pretending those aren't real challenges. Um, but ultimately, it's your mindset that's the most important piece of the puzzle. And it's the piece of the puzzle you never get taught. You never learn how to deal with your mindset. It's kind of crazy, isn't it? You know, you probably have spent 20, 30, 40 years on diets, losing weight, obsessively thinking about it. You probably think about weight loss all day and night. And yet, what a huge hole. What a huge hole in your your strategy here, you know, that you have no idea how to how to get yourself to do it, right? And, you know, it, it kind of sums up in one statement that you really got to stop focusing on information and start focusing on transformation in order to live at your goal weight. And unfortunately, you're probably obsessed with information. You know, this idea that some magical diet's going to come down the pike or just tell me what to eat, just tell me what I got to do. That is 100% the wrong focus. You already know what you got to do, at least enough to start losing weight. You know what you should and shouldn't eat, you know? That is not the problem. The big problem is that you don't know how to get yourself to do it consistently. And until you know that, I don't know, how are you going to change your weight? I don't know. Willpower? Just going to force yourself to do it? It just doesn't work. If it did, I wouldn't be here. None of us would be here. You'd be in control of your weight, you know? But my, your willpower, your brain's not even set up that way, you know? Your, your willpower is a prefrontal cortex process. It's about 10% of your brain anatomically, you know? Um, it's reminding me of my Bible study. Tree of life is uplifting and healing in the tree of... Yeah. Knowledge is a trap of comparison. Oh, that's interesting. Tree of knowledge is a trap of comparison. That's interesting. Um, comparison, what I know about comparison is that it's a thief of joy. I do know that. Um, the tree of life and healing. Yeah. I'm not an expert on the Bible, so I don't know the context that goes in, but um, I do know comparison's a trouble, right? And that's a lot of what the dieting is because if, if you really want to, if you really want to like uh, simplify it, uh, I think that one of the core reasons you struggle to lose weight as well is because you're always comparing, right? Because think about this, right? This is crazy to think about, in my opinion. Your, your life, if you're watching this, your entire life, like literally from the moment you were born, me too, like all of us, right? We were born in the TV age, advertising age. We have literally been exposed to millions, millions of diet ads in our lives. And like, this is kind of crazy to think about, first of all, but the crazier part to me is that every single diet ad you've seen always has the same component, the before, the after picture, how long it takes to get there, you know? Now, of course, you're looking at, at outliers to begin with. You're looking at, you know, fudged up numbers, trickery, all the rest of it. But it's infected your, the way you think about weight loss, right? So that now when you approach weight loss, you have an all or nothing mindset. And in the back of your mind, you're referencing probably two, three pounds a week as that that's where I should be, you know, and talk about a comparison that'll doom you, you know, thinking that, uh, you know, referencing two, three pounds a week, you know, that's a lot of weight loss, you know, and it's extreme and it's probably unsustainable. And that's what you've been conditioned to think about when it comes to weight is you really think about how fast can I lose the weight? You don't really think about how long can I keep it off? Because you have this weird little blank space, this little glitch in your system where it's like, well, once I lose the weight, then I'll just figure out how to keep it off. But unfortunately, you probably won't because what most people do is they trade the pleasure of the food for the pleasure of the scale going down, you know? And then the scale stops going down at some point, you hit your goal weight, and now you got no pleasure. It's not as much pleasure as you thought just living at your goal weight. You know, it's like the same problems, <laughs> which isn't to say that being your goal is amazing. You know what I mean? Um, mindset's more powerful than clerical data and calorie control. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Now, you know, I, I think I think when you approach it with a mindset focused in the way that I teach anyways, 
it, it is designed to be intuitive, but you have to train your intuitions, you know? So I think it's creating a, like, when I look at it now, it's so funny when I look at my transformation of how, how I thought about things. You know, like, like at certain points, I, certain foods that were unhealthy, I thought were healthy. You, you know what I mean? Like, that's a hard place. And that's what I'm saying to you. Like, like most of your challenges are that you're thinking incorrectly, you know? And even like, like even weight loss, like you think like a dieter, right? Most people can't, they can't separate weight loss from dieting. They're just one and the same. And, and they're not though, you know what I mean? But we've been conditioned to think that way, you know? Kind of like, um, if we call it like a, making a copy, like a Xerox, right? It's like they were first on the scene. So this is what we think of it. And that's very damaging. And so, um, you know, what, what we really want to get to is a place where, you know, we can um, get our mindset in a place where we see things more accurately and we intuitively and naturally make the choices and decisions on autopilot that keeps at our goal weight, you know, but that's a different process. I mean, it takes a different process to get there than dieting. Dieting is, has nothing to do with what I just said. You know, again, dieting in shorthand is really about dieting is about how fast can I lose the weight? And that's what your, your entire, you think about weight loss like a sprint because you think of it as a temporary thing. I'm going to diet until I lose the weight. It's temporary. I might as well, I want to do it as fast as possible. The only way to do it as fast as possible is the most extreme thing as possible. So that's why you're eating no carbs, 1200 calories a day, not going to eat for 16 hours, uh, just going to eat meat. That's a new one. <laughs> Keto wasn't enough. <laughs> Keto wasn't enough. So now you got to be a hundred percent carnivore. Right. And so we're fed this nonstop, you know, line of bullshit of, of extreme things that are unsustainable. And it doesn't take much to realize it's unsustainable. You, you take kind of one step back and you're like, uh, yeah, I don't think I want to do that forever. I don't think I want to uh, just eat, you know, animal organs and, and meat only for the rest of my life. You know, and then if you feel that way, if you're like, ah, I don't want to live that way forever. Then, then why? Why do it now? Because well, I want fast results. But what's fast results? You know, is fast results losing 20 pounds in a month because you water fast and then putting it all back on? Is that fast results or is that no results? Compared to losing, you know, five pounds a month slowly, easily, comfortably, all the way to your goal weight and then maintaining it because you figured out how to live that way. Which one's fast and which one's slow? You know, I think we've been tricked a little bit. Are your hypnosis on Spotify? Um, no, but my, my podcast is. My podcast is on Spotify. Um, I have hypnosis sessions. It's hard to make those hypnosis sessions available, folks. I, I have a bunch of them on um, SoundCloud. That's what it's called. Um, they're not really weight loss ones. There's a couple weight loss ones. There's a bunch of them, but I put those up there. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I don't. It's 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 like hard. I, I put some on on YouTube. I got Jim Katsoulis YouTube. Um, I put some long hypnosis sessions up there if you're looking for those. Do you reference any of the intuiting principles? I love you, by the way. Oh, thanks, Kata. Um, if I'm saying that right. Do you reference any of the intuiting eating principles? I do. I, de I definitely integrate that. Everything I do is built around like automated behaviors. So for it, let me just reference what I'm talking about in a way that you understand. Like one of your best habits you've installed into your life is brushing your teeth, right? When you were a kid, you really learned how to brush my teeth when I wake up, when I go to bed, right? And now you just do it on autopilot. You don't, you don't have to think about it. You're like, I'm gonna go to bed. And next thing you know, you're lying in bed and you're like, oh yeah, I brushed my teeth right before I got here. <laughs> so it's like, you're kind of aware you do it, right? But it's primarily a subconscious automated behavior. Great. That's what we want to build around. See, when you, when you try and lose weight with your diets, you're trying to consciously, you know, control every little thing. 
And that's not how your brain's set up. So we want to use that conscious willpower to install new programming, new um, automated behaviors into your subconscious mind so you start to do those automatically. And so that does lead to a place where it's intuitive. But you can't start, I, I think it's a very wrong to start your weight loss journey if you've been struggling with your weight for a while with intuitive eating, because guess what? Your intuitive eating, your intuitions are the intuitions that make you overweight. Do you know what I mean? Our intuitions aren't good or bad. They're just what we've been conditioned conditioned into us, you know? And so um, you have to retrain your intuitions. You know, and I, I tell you this, I, I've, I've gone through this process. My intuitions before <laughs> were to eat breakfast and then have a snack between breakfast and lunch, then eat lunch, then have a snack between, you know, lunch and dinner, then eat dinner and then snack all night long. Those are my intuitions. And then the foods I wanted to choose. And I had all the intuitions and reasoning behind that, okay? And now my intuitions are to eat breakfast, lunch, dinner. And if I'm going to snack, I have totally different ideas of what I'm going to eat. So I, I do eat intuitively. And that's the goal, in my opinion, because that's the see, like you just think like a dieter. So you associate weight loss with this very difficult, hard, you're white knuckling it, micromanaging every little thing you're doing. And that's how you think about weight loss. This is why you avoid it, by the way. Right. Don't you find it odd that you think about weight loss 24 hours a day, but you're not actually doing anything to make it happen? Does that you know what I mean? Like, what, what do you think about that? You know, and I could tell you a big part of that is because it's that all or nothing thinking. And you think like, OK, I want to lose the weight. But in order to do it, oh, I'm already I'm already at my wits end with life. Uh, and now I'm going to take on completely changing my eating. I don't I don't want to do that. And so you associate weight loss with pain. It sucks. It's deprived. I feel deprivation. It's, it's hard. It's difficult. You know, you associate pain, negative stuff to losing weight. Think about that. Isn't that a crazy thing? You think about losing weight all day long, but really, if you're honest with yourself, you associate pain, misery, boredom, frustration, failure, all of these negative things to losing weight. And that's your subconscious. That's again, all your weight, your weight is a physical projection of your mental self. This will again, why I say your mindset's the most important piece. Yeah, anxiety equals weight loss. Yeah, anxiety. Yeah, that's what I mean. So you associate this negative. Side. It's crazy, isn't it? It doesn't make any sense logically, but you're not a logical creature, folks. If you're illogical, none of us would be here talking about this. We would all just eat the right things and be at our goal weight. Do we have to get 10,000 steps a day? No, absolutely. You don't have to do anything, by the way. Okay? <laughs> you really don't. I do say the one thing I say you have to do, I do believe you have to structure your eating. Kind of get into that intuitive eating piece. I think you've got to stabilize your eating. Most people, they're, they're, your eating is stabilized, by the way. Like it's very structured and pattern oriented. You may not realize it. Um, your eating is very pattern and structured, but not in the way that's going to give you your goal weight. So I, I do believe the one thing you need to do is you've got to start structuring your eating. Um, that, that's a big part of the program. Um, but 10,000 steps a day is arbitrary. You know, really they say now 7,000 is really what you want to get over 7,000. That's a sweet spot. Another 3,000 steps is it's not some magical thing. You got to understand that. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, like, you know, what it all reminds me of that is like the intermittent fasting thing where it's like, well, if you're going to, oh, you're only doing 13 hours of fasting, that's not enough. All the benefits come the last two hours. And it's like, no, that's not true. You know what I mean? Every diet is just bullshitting you. It's, it's all the strategies to lower the calorie, the average calorie consumption down. But, but every, you know, God, if, if there's, there's nothing more dogmatic <laughs> than maybe religion, politics and, and dieting, you know, people get so like just in their way, you, you, know, you got to do it this way. No, you don't. You know, I can tell you this, that a program yourself tends diet agnostic, right? Meaning I help everyone. I'm a vegetarian, pescatarian. I, I have people in the program that are carnivore, you know, keto. I, I don't care. You, you follow. I'm a big believer that you have to figure out what works for you. 
And I've worked with so many people, you start to realize, you know, 7 billion people on the planet, different people like to do different stuff. <laughs> Can you believe it? <laughs> so the idea that one diet plan or one exercise thing works for all 7 billion people is, is ludicrous, you know? And um, that's a big part of it. You know, cause you, oh, you might have tried keto. It didn't work for me. I guess I can't lose weight. No, it's just maybe you just don't want to do keto. You know what I mean? Like, like again, with, with Program Yourself, then we really do work on what one part of the program is you create your weight mastery blueprints, mindset blueprint, lifestyle blueprint, eating blueprint. And it's a fill in the blank process where you figure out what works for you. You know, and I feel like that's always missing from the diet plan, right? Is this not how this, tell me this doesn't describe your weight loss in a, in a nutshell. It's always someone telling you what to do and you just trying to force yourself to do it. You know, your weight loss up until now has been you trying to fit a square peg into a round hole over and over and over and over and over again. It never works, but you keep on trying it, you know, and you don't have the, you know, again, you never get the message or hear the idea that you should create a plan that works for you. Yeah, it might take a little bit longer. It seems like it's easier to have someone tell me what to do and I'll just do it. That seems easier, but it's not. You know, not when you zoom out a little bit with the big picture, because when you buy into that idea that, oh, someone's going to tell me what to do, I'm just going to force myself to follow it. Just like they said, I'm not going to tweak anything. I'm going to do exactly like they said, right? What will happen is you'll do it for a little while at most, and then you'll stop doing it. And that's where you find yourself. You know, yeah, I'm gonna, okay, tomorrow's Monday. Time to go back keto again. Go start my keto plan again. Okay. How many times you tried it? Oh my God, it's the 50th time this year. <laughs> Maybe you try something else, you know? I think that's a smarter, smarter approach. Uh, my stress is holding on to my weight. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Stress. I just talked about this yesterday. I did a, I did a, um, a podcast on uh, calm, calm weight loss, right? Program Yourself Thin is really built. The foundation of Program Yourself Thin is creating a state of calm, you know? that's all, Listen, that's all of our problems, folks. 2023, we're all stressed out to the max. Overactivated sympathetic, sympathetic nervous systems. You know, your fight, flight, or freeze response. That we always taught like, oh yeah, when you're getting chased by a lion that activated, well, guess what? It gets activated when you're driving your car in traffic. It gets activated when you listen to the news. You know what I mean? It gets activated when you see the prices, uh, you know, peanut butter went up 40 cents in the last week. Do you know what I mean? Like we're literally living in these, this fight, flight, or freeze response constantly. And it's a very impulsive state. It goes from, the blood goes from your brain down to your body, right? Think about it. It's a fight, flight, or freeze. You gotta, you become less... When you're, when you're in that, that anxiety, fight, flight, or freeze state, it's a very reactive state. You're not there thinking about philosophical things. That's not what that state's for, right? It's just a react. And so when you're in that state all the time, and then all of a sudden you're in front of foods that's triggering to you, you don't have the resources, the connection to the resources are going to help you say, ah, you know what? I don't want that. I don't want to eat those cookies. So yeah, absolutely. Stress is, stress I find is, is probably the number one thing to help people relax, which by the way, okay? So so let's just say, I, I know everyone can relate that stress is a big part of why you can't get yourself to eat the right foods consistently, right? <laughs> right? We can hit some hard, I don't, do you think that? Do you folks think that? Do you think that the stress is a big part of your problem, right? If you weren't so stressed, wouldn't it be a lot easier to make the right food choices? Do we think that way? I don't know. But if you do think that way, let's just say you do think stress. Yeah, you know what? Stress is a big part of my problem. I'm stressed out a lot. When I'm stressed, I'm not, I feel like I'm not able to make good decisions. Let's just, is that true? I think it's true. I think it's so true that I made a whole program about that, right? So program yourself then, because what are you going to do with all that stress that you feel now, right? You're stressed out. That's caused the weight loss problem in the first place. So what are you going to do to lose the weight? What are you going to do? You're going to just add more stress onto yourself, <laughs> right? 
Have you ever done a diet that's relaxing? Have you ever started your diet on day one and felt more calm and relaxed? Ever? So your solution to, so stress is the problem, so your solution is to have more stress. Okay. My solution is to calm that stress down because I, I think you're right. I think the stress is a huge part of the problem. So in Program Yourself Thin, again, there, there's the Weight Mastery Blueprints I was talking about, and there's a Program Yourself Thin technique which you use to program your own subconscious mind. But then there's a shitload of hypnosis simply because it's the most effective way to calm you down, to relax you, to let go of that stress. You don't know how to relax. You don't know how to let go of the stress at this point. Do you? Right? So you got to learn that. And you learn it by practicing it. And so in my program, I deliver through the phone. So, you know, you wake up in the morning, there's a message from you, it pop, touch it, and um, brings you to a five-minute hypnosis session in the morning. Right? So every day for eight weeks, you, know, you get 57 total. Every day you start with a hypnosis session. It's five minutes. You relax, you calm down, and you hear all this positive stuff. Each session has a weight loss mantra in it. It helps develop your thin and healthy mindset, which you don't have now either, you know? But it starts your day th calm, relaxed, centered, at peace. Do you think that alone would be helpful for you? You know? Never mind all the positive stuff that's going in your head. And then at night, you get another message from me, and that's for your sleep gnosis session. It's a 10-minute session at night to listen to. And um, that has a core weight loss mantra. So you listen to the same one each night for the week. Each week, you get a new one. There's eight of them total. And uh, this, this installs a deeper, deeper core message to help you think like a thin and healthy person and to help you practice relaxing so you let go of the stress and you bookend your days with this calm, relaxed experience where all this positive stuff's going in your head. Do you think that'd be helpful? <laughs> right. How do I change my thinking to positive thinking towards losing weight? Well, it's a process. Um, you know what I mean? Like that's an important thing to remember too because again, the, the diet idea is that you think of it like, this, this, like you're flipping a switch. I'm overweight now, and now tomorrow I'm going to be keto and be a thin person. No, you're not. You, you, you just can't do it that quick. I don't, you know, again, I'll never bullshit you guys, okay? I'm not saying I'm always right about everything, but I'm never going to bullshit. I'm never going to tell you stuff that I, they, I know you just want to hear. And I know you want to hear that there's just like, you can instantly be thin tomorrow. You can't. I mean, you can instantly decide you're going to be thin and start working on it, right? It's like if I say, I've never played the piano. I'm gonna, I want to learn the piano. Well, I can't. There's no, there's, not a, there's no method in the world where I can just learn to play the piano tomorrow. I can't play for 20 hours straight and be a great piano player by tomorrow night. You know, what I have to do is I have to make a long-term commitment to becoming a piano player. And that's the same commitment you have to make to yourself to become the thin, healthy, happiest version of you. And you're not doing that. You're, you're approaching it very conditionally. Okay, fine. I'll do crazy stuff. I'll, I'll cut all the carbs. I'll change all this stuff as long as I lose a lot of weight this week. You know, and then, then you step on the scale and it's only two pounds. It's only I was going to lose four pounds. This isn't working. You know, you put so much pressure on yourself. But you got to realize, like, like mastering your weight is, is a lifelong marathon. Don't let that freak you out. I know you let it freak you out because you think of dieting and you think how hard and difficult that is. But if you approach this systematically, strategically, intelligently, you create a way of thinking, living, and eating that is second nature, that's comfortable, it's built around you. Like, the way I live, the way that I, I, I kind of support my mindset, the lifestyle I lead, the way I eat, like, I love it. I love it. It keeps me at my goal weight. It keeps me at the highest level of health. I love it. And so it's not hard for me to keep it up. I enjoy it. And it gives me the results I want. You know, that's what I want for you. But you've never approached your weight loss like that. It's always doing these extreme things that you hate doing. And that's now how you think about weight loss. You know, so how do you change it to a positive thinking towards weight, towards losing weight? Well, I, you got to change up what you're doing. You know what I mean? There's no way to positively think about weight loss 
if you're going to start another fucking diet. <laughs> like, I'm just going to be dead, dead honest with you. Because dieting is, is, it doesn't work. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, it just doesn't work. What do you want from me? Can you lose weight on it? Yeah, absolutely. Can you keep the weight off with it? Virtually never. So, so you know what I mean? Like, so the first thing I would say to you, if you want to be more positive about losing weight, is you've got to change up what you're doing. And the first step in changing that up is to realize you don't want to lose weight. You want to get back to your goal weight and live the rest of your life there on near autopilot. That distinction really lets you step onto a new path, okay? If you just think about losing weight as fast as you can, you're always going to be going towards the extreme methods you can't keep up. If you start approaching this as, I want to get back to my goal weight and live the rest of my life there on near autopilot, that's a completely different goal. And so you're going to be walking a different path. And I think the second you start articulating that as your goal and you start walking that path, I think it's a more positive path, right? Because you, you get to learn from things. You're growing, you're tweaking, you're optimizing, you're evolving, you're turning into a better version of yourself. You're coming up with new strategies that really work for you. You're tweaking other and optimizing other strategies that already work for you. It's just this never-ending constant sense of improvement and success. And so um, that, makes you, that makes you more positive right from the beginning, you know, especially compared to... Uh, um, to a diet, but I, I don't have time to go into, I, I have about a better answer BNF, but I don't have time to go into all the details of it. But listen, anyone who's here that's not on my email list, go to my bio, click that link and go get the hypnosis session I give you. It's the new Thin Me, it's a weight loss kickstart session. Go listen to that. And as soon as you opt in for it, I also send you to a training, three steps to master your weight. I would, if you're really serious about having a positive, you know, thinking towards weight loss, watch that training. I, I break the whole thing down for you systematically. You know, it's about a half hour or so, and it'll change the way you think about your, your weight and how you approach it. Um, Kata says, do you think there's an optimal time to do hypnosis, not time of day, but feeling like uh, peaceful? Um, yeah, yeah, no, I, absolutely. You know, I, th I think a hypnosis is you go into this neutral state, you know, so, so you're not happy and excited and you're not sad or depressed, right? You're just neutral. Um, and so, yeah, I, I think going into that neutral state is the foundation of hypnosis. And so, yeah, but you can do that anytime you want. Pretty much, you know what I mean? Um, most of the time as you get good at this, I can be pretty much in any emotion and go into a, a neutral state. If I'm in a hyper negative or hyper positive state, it's harder. My mind kind of gets carried away. But but 80% of the time, 90% of the time, I can bring myself into a neutral state. And that's the state, that's the time you want to do hypnosis. But you can man, you can do that. You can just put yourself in that state. Oh, thanks, Milo. It's, um, it's just a practice, you know? That's the thing too, folks. Relaxation's a skill. You know, I can sit here and tell you as someone who was horrible at relaxation that I've gotten better at it. You know, people don't approach weight loss like a skill that you can get better at. They, you just think like you can just, because you're deciding consciously to do it. It's, it's the weirdest thing. And the diets have infected your thinking with this. But the idea that you're going to wake up tomorrow on a Monday and then just be a perfect dieter, a, perfect, a, a person who lives exactly like a perfect, thin and healthy person. Like, just because why? why? Like, what else can you just make a decision and one day be a completely different, have a different skill set? It's, it's the weirdest thing, you know, but um, we can think anything. Um, this is so true what you're saying. Thank you. I appreciate you saying that. I struggle with my husband and I just feeling better alone. Um, I'm sorry to hear that. Yep. Everyone's got challenges. You know, again, I don't, um, what I will say, and, and I want to go back to what someone's asked me, how to be more positive. The easiest way for you to be more positive is to be more solution oriented. What you do not realize, listen, folks, if you're if you're listening to me right now, I'm going to guess that you are an overthinker. <laughs> Am I right? Are you an overthinker? Because usually everyone in my program is an overthinker. I'm an overthinker, um, recovering perfectionist, and 
what happens with an overthinker is it's not bad that you're an overthinker, okay? The problem is what you're overthinking. And what you're overthinking is problems, okay? And I'll prove it to you with this. Your mindset is always, what's wrong with me? How come I can't stick to a plan? Why do I keep screwing up? Why do I keep eating these donuts? Why can't I just eat healthier? Why don't I do this? Why can't I exercise? Why can't I lose the weight? Why do, you know, and it's always about the problem. And you're obsessed with thinking about that because you think there's gonna be this cognitive break that's gonna instantly change everything, but it's not. Because what you don't realize is that that thinking is literally programming your subconscious mind, okay? Your subconscious mind doesn't understand negatives, right? So if I tell you, don't think about a banana, don't think about a banana, what are you thinking about? A banana, right? And so when you think to yourself, why did I overeat that ice cream last night? What do you think you're imagining in your mind visually, right? You're imagining yourself overeating ice cream. And so you are installing and reinforcing that behavior, that thought pattern, the feelings that go along with it. You're reinforcing that behavior. And by focusing on the problem, and again, I know you think you're looking for some solution to why it's happening so you just fix it. But what you're actually doing, what I know as a hypnotist that you probably don't, is that what you're actually doing is you're doing 24 hours a day of hypnosis to keep you overweight, okay? And so the biggest shift you can make in your mindset is to go from problem-oriented thinking to solution-oriented thinking. That's where your, over, your overthinking brain becomes one of the best tools you could ever wish for, okay? So how do you do that? Um, if I go back in time last night with the ice cream, how do I wish I would have, what, what do I wish I would have done? I wish I would have had a small scoop of it and then be, be done with it, you know? Um, how can I have more control over my eating? What are foods that I love eating? How could I eat, you know, in a way that keeps me at my goal weight easily and comfortably? How could I enjoy the process of mastering my weight? You're never asking these questions. I know you don't have answers to them, but you never ask these questions. I think about questions like this constantly. And now I have all the strategies that, that have come from that. You know, so, so that's the biggest difference in going from a negative mindset to a positive one. It's not, again, you know, listen, I, I consider myself to be quite an expert on mindset and it's like Carol Dweck is really like the, the queen of, of the mindset, right? She's the fixed growth mindset lady, but I read that book and it's like, yes, I think she identified a lot of things, but as usual, okay, Carol, how do you change it? You know? And it's like, how do you change it really? You know what I mean? And, and I find using hypnosis and hypnotic techniques in my opinion, is the most effective way to do that, you know? And that's a big part of what I help people do. Um, and I get it, Sunrise. Yeah, we, we struggle with different people. We have different challenges. But the question becomes, and I know you're, you're obsessively thinking about the problem that you're experiencing with them instead of asking, how can I make it better? How can I make myself feel better? Um, how can I spend more time alone? Maybe that's the solution. I don't know. But, but again, whatever the solution is, if you get obsessed with solutions, you'll be shocked and amazed at what your responses become. Um, yes, stress, right? Yeah, of course, Valentina, right? Um, hey, Kato Late, 51 pounds down. Jim's advice is so solid. It's got to be comfortable and sustainable. Man, 51 pounds. Look at you. Pretty good, pretty good. How much is this program? Um, there's two versions of it. Uh, oh, the one the one with coaching is uh, $1,000. Now, let me frame that for a second. I know $1,000, but it's $25,000 to work with me privately. I don't do private coaching hardly at all anymore. So this group coaching call is eight weeks and you get coaching calls every Tuesday and Thursday. I got one coming up in about 20 minutes here. And you get to work with me for eight weeks, twice a week if you want to get on these calls. I keep the group small so I can work with you one-on-one. So that's that one. If you don't want coaching, and I strongly recommend you get coaching, that's the most value I can offer you, okay? But I understand financial realities too. And so there's a version of the program that's $300 that doesn't have the coaching but comes with everything else. And so you can go to programyourselfthin.com and see... 
um, everything that's included. But I think you'll very quickly realize this is the most comprehensive weight mastery program on the planet. Okay, because it's not about me telling you what to eat. It's me showing you how to figure out what eating plan works best for you. Um, I mean, there's just so much in the program. I'm not going to go through all of it right now, but uh, you can go check it out at programyourselfthin.com. But more importantly, I would suggest go to my bio, click that link and get the hypnosis session. Watch the training. I give you three steps to master your weight. I break the program down and describe it all in detail at the end of that. Um, but, but regardless whether you get the program or not, watching that training is is really valuable, folks. Like... I'm, I'm telling you, you just have to take my word for it until you watch the training. Y- you can lose weight. And I know you think that you've tried everything and nothing works, but you've never done a mindset approach. I already know this. You've done diet after diet, which is telling you what to do. And you have no strategy. You have no techniques, no ability to influence your thoughts, your feelings, your lifestyle, your behaviors. You don't. Willpower. You got willpower. That's not up for the task. You know, so once you have real strategies in front of you, once you have a real plan, a holistic plan to live at your goal weight that covers everything, your mindset, your lifestyle, how you eat, you know, that, that's that's the difference, you know. Um, yes, I want to do the training. Do the training. Yeah, please do the training. It's a really good training. And by the way, get on my list anyways, because I got a new training coming that's going to be even better than that one. It's the Weight Mastery Pyramid. And, and I, oh, man. This is good stuff, man. I'm, I'm, listen, folks, sometimes in life, right? And it's like, oh, baby, okay, here I go. I'm going to just like promise the world. I won't because I give you all this stuff. I don't want you to get in the program. It's not for you. So I give free trainings away to see if it resonates with you, right? If it resonates with you, this would probably be the one of the opportunity of a lifetime. You know what I mean? Like it's, you've never seen anything like this. I feel getting amazing results because once you understand, once you have a real strategy, See, you're so all or nothing, right? And I'm programming myself, then we're all or something. And so the core, the core of the program, I guess, I, and I keep saying there's different cores, but the, I guess the core of the program is the program yourself thin technique, which is really two techniques. It's the redo technique and the rehearsal technique. This is a technique I show you. It takes a minute or two, right? You do this at night. Um, and this is how you program your own subconscious mind to make you thin and healthy for the rest of your life. And it's so powerful because, again, what you've been conditioned to think of weight loss as is it's almost like an endurance test. Like you're going to get on this, you're going to start Monday, and you're going to be perfect until you get to your goal weight. And if you make any mistakes, they feel catastrophic and they, they knock you off the track. And so you keep, you just keep repeating the same starting cycle of diets over and over. You never get very far. You never get past a, a couple of days, a couple of weeks, you know? And it's because you have no strategy to deal with mistakes you make. Right? And so you're so scared of making a mistake once you start your plan. You know, you're terrified of it. But program yourself, then we welcome the mistakes because you've got this redo technique. I, I think there are, they're both so powerful, so they're both important. But the redo technique to me is the most profound technique that you'll ever learn. I, I've never seen anyone teach this. You know, rehearsal technique, to be honest, is very much like um, law of attraction, m- m- visualization, manifestation type work where you're imagining tomorrow is the person you want to be and you're going through it. Now, I think I bring some more details to it that makes it more helpful, but the redo technique is the magic when it comes to weight loss because really what you're doing to, to change your weight long term, you're looking to change your automated behaviors. They're automated. So what I'm saying is you can never, the diets don't work because you can't just, just because you consciously decide you're going to um, eat well doesn't mean you're gonna again it's like if I said imagine you woke up one day and you're like oh you know I'm gonna use my computer mouse with my my other hand you know and it's like okay you have the best intentions but your muscle memory takes over at some point you're gonna be using the other hand 
You know what I mean? Like you just, it's just natural. That's just what you do. And your eating's the same way. So it's like when you start your weight loss process with this idea that you're going to be perfect, I can't think of a better way to set yourself up for failure, you know, because you're going to make mistakes because most of your eating is just unconscious. It just, it happens automatically. So it's not about being perfect. It's about being able to get back on track as fast as possible. And you have no, you have no tactic in order to do this. And the redo technique is the most powerful for that. It helps you not only get back on track quick, but it helps you develop strategies that are custom made for you. And then it helps you install those strategies. It, it, it's profound. It's, it's a good one. Um, hey, what's up, Kathleen? How you doing? I am doing well. I'm doing great. <laughs> yeah, Arizona Wildflowers. Yes, overthinker, right? Uh, welcome to the club, yeah. My problem is binging with al also... Wait, what is that? My problem is binging with... I'm going to say alcohol, not food, to deal with stress. Oh, yeah, yeah, Sunrise. Listen, I was I had the alcohol issue too. You know, I was a binge drinker. And... Um, Almost to the point of like alcohol, all alcoholic. Now, again, I think I caught it earlier enough where I didn't, I never felt like alcoholic, but I was binge drinking. Long story short is it was um, the stress of, you know, my father died when I was nine. I never knew how to deal with any of those emotions, you know? And so as, as substances came into my reality, food too, TV, alcohol, just nonstop. And, you know, just to avoid all the emotions, you know, so I'm programming myself then one of the um, modules in there is how to, how to feel the emotions you want and how to deal with the emotions you don't want to feel. Uh, because that's a huge part of this. You know, you have to understand that we live in a culture that's, we've, we've been conditioned to use food as our main emotional management strategy, you know? So again, that's a huge piece of the weight loss puzzle that you never learn. Um, you try and just stop your emotional eating. That emotional eating is there for a reason. You know, so I always say, like, don't don't stop yourself from emotional eating. Do it, but learn from it. What is triggering that? It's usually emotional, obviously, right? But it, it's not enough just to say, let's just say, for example, you're stressed out. You get home at night after work. You're tired. You're exhausted and stressed out. And you use the food to relax, okay? And so you say, okay, I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop emotional eating at night. But simultaneously, what you're saying in another way is I'm going to stop relaxing at night. And so now two, three nights go by and you haven't eaten at night, but now you're so stressed out because you haven't had your stress relief. Well, that's not going to last, okay? So we need to figure out a way that you can relax that doesn't involve food. That's what we call a real solution. You know, and you're never looking for solutions, folks. This is why you're never getting any long-term results, right? It's just because you're just putting Band-Aids on big problems. You know, you got to figure them out. And again, that's what programming so that's what we do is we go into the... We, we, it's, it's a personal development program, folks. It's really, it's primarily not a weight loss because I always say you got to take your weight loss and wrap it in personal development. Program yourself then is not about losing weight. It's about becoming the best version of yourself possible. Now, one aspect of that is being at your goal weight, but it's a different framing. The weight loss is not the main focus. The main focus is becoming the best version of you possible. So Sunrise, for you, part of that is how do I deal with the stress in a legitimate, genuine way? Because the alcohol and the food don't deal with the stress. They just distract you and, and, you know, minimize it for a little bit. And then it comes back again even stronger, you know. And so, yeah, you got to figure out how to deal with these things um, at the core, you know. But then everything else becomes a lot easier. It's not, it's not a hard thing. It's not a bad thing. I um, want coaching, but I work full time. Um, yeah, get the $3 program. It's, it's, an, it's the exact same program. It just doesn't have the coaching, you know. But it's super great. Super great program. Um, why do we hold weight to keep us safe? Being fat is hard, so why not just try to be skinny? Um, like, really hard to be obese. People think it's easy. It's not. No, Seb, I, I get that. Or, or Keb, Seb. Um, so why, why do people hold on to weight to keep you safe? Well, I mean, you, you kind of just said it right there, but you don't understand the mechanism for why that works. 
So I will give you the most common one if you're a woman, okay? The majority of women, not the majority, but, but a lot of women that I've worked with, when we really get down to it, because no one ever asked this question, what is the positive aspect of the weight? Like, what's the, what's the weight doing good for me? Why would I want the extra weight on my body, right? That, that's a great question to ask, because I promise you, you weigh what you want to weigh. And so with women, the main, why do you think women, what do you think the main reason a woman might say? Why do you think, what do you think the number one reason why a woman in our society may want to keep extra weight on? I'll give you a second to think about this. Right, think about this. Yeah, right, so that's why. So I'm glad you're thinking about it. But think about this. Why would someone want to be overweight in this society, right? And I'll give you a hint. We'll say a woman, okay? And um, you may not believe this, but this goes to the point. Well, before I tell you the answer, <laughs> Sunrise, she knows. Sunrise, you got it with three exclamation points. Yeah, keep men away, right? So that, so that makes no sense. Listen, you don't make no sense. I don't make no sense, all right? We got two brains. We have a conscious mind, a subconscious mind. The conscious part of your mind is the logical, rational part of your brain that wants you to lose weight, knows why you should lose weight, knows what you should do to lose weight, tries to get you to do it. That's where your willpower is. The other part of your mind is your subconscious mind, okay? Your conscious mind is about 10% of your brain. The subconscious part of your brain is... 90% of your brain, okay? And so, Seb says, but I'm married, LOL. Well, <laughs> unfortunately, yeah, that might even be more of a reason, you know? Again, I'm not saying this is your situation. I'm saying this is a common pattern and experience and, and things people have told me. So um, understand that, please, right? Just because I say like, oh, it's keep men away. You say, well, I don't want men away. I'm not saying it's for every single person, but what I am saying is that the subconscious part of your mind is illogical and irrational. It's associative. It just links things together. Remember Pavlov's dogs, he'd ring the bell while showing them food and they're salivating and eventually they link the bell to the food and then you could just ring the bell, no food and they start to salivate. Okay. So your subconscious mind can link things together that aren't necessarily logical. Okay. I've had people say, I don't want to lose weight because I associate being thin to being sick. I had a grandmother who got cancer and she lost a bunch of weight when I was a kid and that's what I think about losing weight. You know, there's another example. So you say, well, that doesn't make any sense logically. You ain't a logical person. None of us are logical. We're primarily subconscious, illogical. And we do things for reasons, but they're not logical reasons. So yes, many women have told me they keep the weight on because maybe they were assaulted at some point. Maybe they suffered some attack from a man. And the weight makes them feel safer. So if that's the case, you know, all the, the wanting to lose weight isn't ever going to touch that. You know, again, to really bring us home, you weigh what you want to weigh. So what else is it? What else could it be? <clears throat> Let's say you're married. I'll give you another example of someone I had. And these, this was an obese client I had. He'd say, well, I, one of my worst habits is I go home at night after work and my wife and I will eat a bag of Oreos. I mean a bag, a full bag, three sleeves, right? And, um, and so he so said, well, just stop eating the Oreos. Well, no, because that eating the Oreos together was how they bonded. That, that's how they kind of shared their day and talked about things they connected. That was kind of like their love language in a sense, if you want to call it that. And so again, consciously, I shouldn't do this. I'm going to lose weight. I want to lose weight. Subconsciously, this is how I feel loved and connected with my partner. What's up, Karen? Um, so, so again, what I'm saying is, I'm not saying these specific reasons are yours, but what I'm saying is if you start looking at a deeper level, right? This is what people with weight loss never do. And this brings me to the point that, you know, really what the way you're approaching weight loss, if you remember just say no to drugs in the 80s, do you remember that campaign, just say no, right? 
so simple, but so, so stupid when you really understand the depth of the problem, right? We don't say that anymore because we understand the depth of the problem. We treat it with a much more robust, holistic solution, right? Just say no is a silly thing to say now. But is a diet, is, is not a diet basically just say no? Just say no to the food. You don't think that there's some psychological things going on that have caused the problems in the first place? You know, there's some, some emotional things going on that, that might need to be resolved before you're ever going to get any chance to, to fix the weight? You really think it's as simple as oh, I just got to do it? Because I know that's probably what you think, and it's not your fault. You've been conditioned that way, you know? But um, I, I sit before you not because I have some iron willpower that just I can just eat. I have nonstop cravings, and I just think about food all day long, and I just say no to it. I'm trying to tell you that that's not how I'm sitting in front of you. I'm sitting in front of you. I, I'm not thinking about food. I just, I naturally do the things that keep me in my goal weight because I've resolved a lot of the emotional things that were causing me to overeat before, you know? I knew here, what are your credentials? Um, yeah, so my credentials. Uh, I've been doing this for 30 years personally, 20 years professionally. So I guess my credentials start when I was nine. You know, I always say this because I think this is an important piece of the puzzle. Um, when I was nine, my dad died of a heart attack, right? So he's obese, unhealthy lifestyle. I knew that then, so I'm not going on that path. 10 years later, I'm 50 pounds heavier. Um, by the miracles of the universes and the heavens, it smiles down on me. I took a semester off from college and I, and I shit you not, within a month, I, and I was in a tough spot. I was 50 pounds heavier. I was depressed. I was binge drinking. I was in a tough spot. And um, magically, I get exposed to neurolinguistic programming, hypnosis, Tony Robbins, personal development, guitar, martial arts, yoga, meditation. I'm not even kidding. This all happened in like a month or so. And I got so into these things that it was transformative for me. Now, that was at a time when I, I got a degree in finance and investments, right? But this was so transformative me and so transformative personally that I was like, this is what I'm going to do. So I ended up certified as a hypnotist, a neurolinguistic programming trainer, a yoga instructor, strategic coach. And then I spent the next 20 years uh, helping people master their weight. And... Um, I've been, I've been doing program yourself then because weight loss was always the, the prime focus for me. Although I did start kind of as a generalist. I, I work with different people. But really, it, it's always been weight, weight loss, um, weight mastery, and using hypnosis and mindset approach to make that happen. You know, and since then, I've been doing this for 20 years, done over 5,000 private weight loss sessions. And I'm just obsessed with it. You know, it really is a mission for me because, uh, like I said, that's why I told the beginning because for me, weight loss is life and death. You know, and I, I think I bring a more serious mindset to this. It's not just, again, I want you looking at the beach on your bathing suit. I want that for you too. But I, I think I go deeper than that. And, and I think that's an important piece of what I weave into this puzzle here is that I think, I think most people, I, I think if you're right now struggling with your weight, I think that the number one reason why is that you, you're not motivated. That's the first thing you got to overcome is you're not really motivated to lose weight. You don't want to lose weight. You kind of wish you'd lose weight, right? You, you kind of fantasize and think, oh, I wish, I'd, I wish tomorrow I'd just start eating better and losing weight. But you don't really want to. And I think you don't really want to because if you think about how you think about weight loss, it's, it's really you think like a dieter. And your motivation is based on I want to look better. You know, I want to look better. Because every diet ad you've seen is a before and after picture. And so you think about weight loss in terms of I want to look better. That's not enough motivation. You know, the science of motivation says that's extrinsic motivation. It's the weakest form of motivation. And this, I think, is the core reason why you can't even get started, is you're not really motivated. And so, um, 
you know, so so I, I think wanting to look better is not enough motivation. You know, unless it's weaved in, like if you're a model or if your career or other areas of your life depend on you looking a certain way, then maybe you'll be able to tap into more motivation. But, you know, most people want want to look different is not enough motivation. You know, so how do we do that? Well, it really is life or death. You know what I mean? Your weight is a huge factor in statistically anyways and how long you're going to live and what your quality of life is going to be during those years. You know, so I think if we reframe this process and make it more serious, because it is more serious. See, we're conditioned by the food companies uh, to minimize the the negative effects of the food. Just like the cigarettes, right? Again, I always say this, but if I went 100 years ago, you put in a time machine, I see someone smoke, I say, hey, you shouldn't smoke, you're going to get lung cancer. They would look at me like I was crazy. Do you remember this, folks? Because I was alive when, when no one linked lung cancer and cigarettes together. That may be hard, if anyone's younger, it might be hard for you to believe that. But it wasn't until they started with all the education about how dangerous cigarettes were that people finally started realizing that cigarettes went down. So cigarettes were really addicting, but on top of that, people had a mindset that they weren't really they weren't that harmful either, you know. And so that's exactly what's happening with the food. And by the way, the food comes to the cigarette companies. You know, they divested from cigarettes because they saw the writing on. They sat on the studies and they confused everyone for so long, but then they knew it was coming out. So they divested from cigarettes and went into the food companies. Do you know Nabisco and RJR Reynolds are the exact same company? They merged together. Do you know the parent company of Kraft is Philip Morris? So they divested from cigarettes, but they went into food and used the exact same philosophy to make the most addictive product possible and to use the most aggressive marketing possible. And part of that marketing is to minimize the negative health impacts psychological, emotional impacts that the food is having on you. And so we need to clean the lenses of our perception and see for real what these foods are doing to us. If you ever have any chance of really tapping into a level of motivation, it's really going to help you create the results you want. You know, um, sunrise 20, so I'm just really tired. Yeah, I get it. I get it. That's why I say, you know, again, if you're really serious, this isn't about losing weight. It's about feeling better. So if you know you, you want to lose weight, you know, that's a problem, but you feel so exhausted. The first step is not to start a diet. The first step is go to bed early, take naps when you can, relax, get your energy back up, set yourself up for success. Stop thinking about weight loss as a sprint that just has to start right now and is it this long and start seeing as the rest of your life and start being more strategic. You know? Yeah, I want it for my health and my agility. Great sunrise. That's a good first start. All right. All right, everyone, I got to get out of here. If, um, you know, if, again, if you're not in my, my world, if you're not on my email list, go to my bio, click the link and get the hypnosis session. Watch the training I give you. Three steps to master your weight. It's really good stuff. It's all free. I email you every day, positive, encouraging, coaching, you know, emails. Check them out. It's free. <laughs> this is the part of the, the, the show where I get frustrated because it's like, uh, you know, it'll take you 30 seconds and all of a sudden you're, you're, you're in the world. You know what I mean? Of, of weight mastery, a world that you never think of, you know, and it's easier and better than, than what you've been doing. So yeah, go check it out, everyone. Okay. Um, the podcast is Program Yourself. Then you can hear it on all the main po- podcast platforms. Um, my YouTube is Jim Katsoulis and then Obviously, my TikTok is uh, is uh, program yourself. Then, if you haven't yet, follow me, okay? Because I put new videos up all the time. And again, the more you watch them, the more it's going to change the way you think about your weight and your health and make it easier to get and then ultimately live at your goal weight. So, thank you so much, everyone. I really appreciate it. Have a great day, and we'll talk soon. Bye.